Welcome to the Raven Scott Show, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissist abuse. Hello, and welcome back to the Raven Scott Show. I confidently am here knowing I'm live streaming and we're going to talk about how to decondition yourself and rewire yourself with human design. So we are here talking about human design. And before we get into it, I wanted to read to you a little bit of um, from a book that I've bought a while ago. And my Pluto has been activated, so I just picked it back up and it's called Healing the Soul, Pluto, Uranus, and Lunar Nodes by Mark Jones. It's very in-depth and kind of a hard astrological read, but I'm just going to read to you this short little clip. And when I opened it last night, you guys, my, my grandma just passed away and the picture of her was here as the bookmark in my book. So that was so special to me. Thank you, Mimi, for always being here. So the Pluto complex is to establish a foundation from which we can understand the entire birth chart. If you know, this is an astrologer talking to astrologer, but you can also understand yours as well. Through Pluto, we can become aware of the central evolutionary concerns stemming from deep within the soul. And it talks about how our subconscious, you know, the Pluto relates to our deepest unconscious security needs. And as a result, those behaviors that we primarily or unconsciously um, have default, we default to them under stress. We build a feeling of security on the foundation and of what is most familiar, those experiences we have occurred before. Our deepest unconscious security needs are linked with repeating clusters of prior life and early childhood feelings and experiences. For instance, if a person is raised by a cold and distant parents, their adult relationships might take on the same familiar form. If this pattern repeats, the unconscious gets used to the pattern and will require a great amount of energy to change. And that's what I wanted to introduce to you today is the unconscious. What is that? We all know what it is. We all hear what it is, but it's the thing that's moving forward. Yes, this is live. You are live here with me, Kathy. Um, yes, is what's moving forward. So the unconscious is what our habits are, right or old, and we can rewire them. We can actually rewire them with our brain through repetition. Tools to wake you up are, I'm going to introduce you to them through human design, but there's a couple others, right? We can use human design to wake us up. Uh, first, to envision your life and habits you want. Second, to take discipline um, actions, right? Virtues, things that you do daily in a disciplined practice to repeat, to rewire your brain. And you're practicing over and over. And that's number three. All right, you guys. Um, I'm going to show us the slide. And so what does that mean? That means that there are certain non-self types in your the human design when we're living out of um, our strategy of our type. When we're kind of out of the funk, when we're pushing through and our ego is getting in the way, right? We're starting to go back to our conditioned past, the habits of old, um, the things that maybe we've been conditioned in childhood. And just so you know, we all typically are conditioned to be like a manifester, the type, 
right? Like that Nike slogan, you see it, just do it. But where a lot of us are going to hit a wall and we're going to hit energy blocks when we're just doing and we're initiating and we're pushing. Now, that's not to say that you should not do anything, right? You want to just follow the breadcrumbs. Keep taking experimental next steps that may be right or wrong, but listen and observe and experiment to what are you responding to if you're a generator? What are you being invited into if you're a projector? And we'll get into those in the next slides. So when you're not living according to those strategies, you're going to find yourself being angry, being bitter, being frustrated, and full of resentment. And so... What we're going to talk about first is rewiring the manifester. And as much as the manifester is what we all are typically wired or conditioned to act like, the initiator, and to just do it and just to work really hard and manifest it all on our own, out of our own efforts, it's not so much the pushing that most of us can do. And the manifester has such powerful energy that people are afraid of their energy. And so typically they are told no a lot as a child so they're conditioned that it's not safe to do this or that that's too much that's too big that's just too scary have to resolve the fear of being controlled so this is the rewiring the manifester and the work that you get to do as a manifester and then realize that you are here to initiate and manifest and really what you want in life and that that resistance is just part of the process as well. Just like when we talk about getting outside your comfort zone and the fear. Being in your strategy doesn't always mean that it's going to be sunshine and roses and cozy. You're going to have adrenaline rushes. You're going to have some fear. You're going to get outside of your comfort zone because that's where growth and progress is. But as long as you're going according to your strategy. And the manifestor strategy is to inform. So you are here to impact others. So make sure you're informing so you're not scaring people with just going forward and doing it straight like a fast bullet train. So you are here. It's very powerful. No, you are here to impact others. Now, with the generator, the rewiring here is um, you are being taught and told to just do it, right? But the generator strategy is to wait to respond. Take all those breadcrumbs and take the next steps into experimenting right or wrong and just keep taking the breadcrumbs and following the trail to where your you know your purpose where your joy where your fulfillment is and where your soul is leading you so the hardest part for the generator is to let go of attachment and expectations i myself am a generator i 100 percent understand this and get that so it's really, really hard. So you have to let go of those attachments. The conditioning of trying to be a manifester. The habit of initiating instead of responding. You know, rewire and dissolve the habits of making decisions with the mind. The habit of relying on the mind and the intellect. Um, the suppression of awareness of the sacral response in the body. The habit of not noticing overriding the sacral response with your mental rationalizations, right? You're not listening to your gut and you're constantly justifying and rationalizing and confusing yourself. Um, rewire the backlog of frustration from incorrectly initiated actions. 
and rewire the habit of jumping ship instead of waiting for the metamorphosis. So this is really important too. Let me go back to my slide. Is that um, knowing that it's when you get stuck in a certain place that metamorphosis is about to happen. So I'm guilty of jumping ship. And so push through that fear of nothing's going to happen. This is all wasted energy for naught. And don't jump ship because, because you're frustrated, because it's not working and it's not, you know, the circle is not getting through the square hole. Just give it some time. Um, wait to respond for the next step, right or wrong, um, but to wait for that transformation. You know, I learned about human design t two years ago, and I thought, oh, no, this isn't for me. And I just kind of was frustrated that I was getting nowhere with it. But what I was doing as a generator was the whole process of learning. And I'm still learning. I'm not an expert, but I know more than a few of you. So it's like this constant learning of to master things, of the mastery. And that's it. That's what we need to do is be patient as generators to wait to respond for that evolution and the metamorphosis to occur. Let me see if there's anything else to add to that um, before I move on because most of us are generators so I want to make sure I hang out a bit of time on this. Um, so it's important in resolving the unresolved frustration is to just reevaluate what, what am I doing? Am I pushing? Am I pushing too hard? Am I forcing something that shouldn't be happening? Or am I waiting to respond? Am I waiting to receive some type of um, event or something to do, a work project to respond to? And then at the core, you need to resolve the disappointment of not being a manifester. You're here designed not to be a manifester. You're here to be patient and to wait. But you know all of those detailed steps to do in the middle that maybe a manifester will come your way and delegate, hey, can you join my project? I have this really huge vision. And you know all of the steps to help the manifester get there in the middle, especially if you have your defined head. You see the full vision and the full picture. Yeah. And so... This is important to unplug from, generator, the habit of rationalizing mental decisions, the habit of initiating, and the habit of jumping ship instead of waiting for metamorphosis. And please post in the comments below if you have questions about that that I can further expand on, possibly maybe the habit of initiating and the waiting to respond. I can try and give you a better example of that if you have questions. Drop them in the comments below, either here in the live or the replay. And generator wait for clarity of knowing before taking action so um, it's important to tune into either your solar plexus if it's defined or your sacral and just allow the metamorphosis wait for the metamorphosis to happen yeah so this this will help you experience your your essential nature Yes. Any questions? Let me check if there's questions before I move on. No questions. So the next slide is the manifesting generator. This, again, you have, it's very going to be very similar to the generator, but with a little bit more of complexity because you 
Um, just as a generator, you need to be patient. You suffer from being impatient and aggressive. Like you get really angry and frustrated, you know, in your life through your inability to wait and respond to your sacral sounds. And patience is the form of action. I want you to affirm to yourself that patience is the form of action. So for you, finding work that you love with the ability to demonstrate your gift for efficiency. You know how to find those shortcuts. So use your efficiency energy and just do what you love while waiting to respond. And the goal with the manifester is to accept that waiting and responding is the best for you and then to learn patience and to rewire any underlying cause for impatience. So let's take a look at maybe some underlining causes for impatience. So I'm just going to my other notes here. Pure generator. We just did pure generator. Yes, conditioning of trying to be a manifester. It's, all been, it's going to be very similar. So you, you know, as a manifesting generator, you will always try to initiate and manifest. And when you meet resistance, you will typically just keep pushing through and smashing through again and again, but it will lead to damaging your body and eventually being uh, exhausted, run down, ill health, burnout. So you, you may suffer from, like I said, both being impatient and aggressive. So it's important to wait for your sacral sounds. What are sacral sounds? It's asking yourself yes or no questions. You know, yes, do I, do I want to move forward and experiment with this next step and follow on this project? Is it a mm-hmm as a yes or a mm-mm, no, or a hmm? You know, there, your purpose in life is to find work that you truly love. Um, and that's really important because what lights you up is what's going to allow you to respond to different things. Um, manifesting, you know, as a manifesting generator, you don't want to hear that you need to wait. Like, literally, that is torture. That is the last thing that you want to hear. But... Um, typically you need to do so and it's very difficult and challenging for you to slow down long enough to wait and to listen to your sacral response so there's a tremendous amount of suppressed anger um, which can be developed over time with dealing with resistance that they create things just never move fast enough does it sound familiar if you're a manifesting generator put it in the comments below um, you need to learn the value in waiting to respond and developing patience. I feel like I've said that like 10 times already, but I think it's important to really accept and to hear. The key difference between a pure generator and a manifesting generator is that the manifesting generator does have a circuit connection between a motor and the throat. And because of this, they do not go through stages of frustration and perfection like the peer generator may and does. Rather, they get frustrated and angry when things don't happen their way or fast enough. So the goal with a manifesting generator is to get you, manifesting generator, to accept that waiting and responding is best for you, right? And then to learn to practice patience. So rewire any underlying cause of what's keeping you from being patient. So go to the root. Every time you feel impatient, 
ask yourself the right questions. Ask yourself, why? Why am I being impatient about this? Why does it need to happen now versus having a long game or an end goal of when this is going to happen? So this is really good to ask the right questions so you don't get stuck in your impatience loop. So if your solar plexus is defined, then you're going to be waiting out and listening to your emotional authority. So you want to make sure you're not being impulsive when you're in your high of your emotions and you want to wait for clarity through the whole cycle. So you're going to feel really up and high about something, kind of in the middle, really feeling scared and down, like, no, hell no, I'm not going to do this. And then you're going to find your nice, equal, quiet, um, like the waves are not rushing onto the shore, quiet tide to find your clarity. And then you can ask yourself, does this feel right to do this? And then you'll get your yes or no in that clarity time. So the projector in rewiring you, you may become bitter and resentful as you end up having to compromise because here's the complex part of the, gen the projector is with all types that are not manifestors, projectors also try to manifest or initiate. That's just part of the culture that we're conditioned as, as kids. And upon meeting resistance, you become bitter and resentful because you end up having to compromise and you don't have, an, uh, you're not, you're a non-energy type. I'm not going to say you don't have energy because you do, but as a non-energy defined type, you don't have consistent access to energy. So there, and there's no motor to the throat and there's no sacral definition. So you often find yourself as a projector exhausted. Um, you're always trying to be seen by people who simply do not recognize your ability to guide. That's the major frustration that I've heard is you get so focused on the people that don't recognize you and you just latch on so tight, but you need to let go and wait for the invitation from the proper people. You are here projectors as a guide. You are here as a guide. And so it's important to know that and it's important to wait for those who recognize you. So the not self behavior, uh, or let's say your ego, is to try and get seen or recognized. But you have the probing aura. It's not hard to do when you're being and glowing from within your own unique true self. So you have to learn to let go and allow the recognition to come to you. And it does not work for you if you pursue it. And when you try to get recognized, you will meet literally nothing but resent, resistance. Um, and yeah, you, you have felt not seen in your lives and have become really bitter because of this. So for you, projector, um, you are very sensitive to the other. This is important too because you're, typically your identity center is open. So you're, the identity is like the ego, the self-esteem, self-identity uh, of others, you amplify it. So you're very sensitive to others and are mostly focused on the other. And this is fine, except for when they interfere without being invited. Like, let's say you're interfering with them. You're like, hey, I have this great idea. You should do this this way, or I'm sensing that you're feeling this. I have some advice for you. But if you just plow through without actually waiting for the invitation, that person's going to be really mad at you you're going to hit a lot of resistance, get into conflict, 
and um, they don't want to hear it because they're not, they haven't invited you. The energy is not right. So again, you're here to understand the other person. So it's normal for you to be focused on the other. Through understanding the other, you can understand yourself. So if your motivation for taking care of the other is so that you will get recognition or get recognized that you're worthy, that you're loved, then um, you will just simply become bitter because it won't be reciprocated. Another area for the projector to resolve is compromise. So you tend to have an attitude that you will not get the life that you really want. So you compromise in your relationships and your jobs by settling. And settling is a huge problem for projectors. So projectors, you need to rewire for trusting that you will get recognized and invited when the time is right. You will stop looking outside for validation and recognition. You will stop trying to attract attention. That um, you will, you know, rewire yourself for not offering suggestions or opinions unless invited. That's such a hard one, I know. Um, rewire yourself to trust that the right relationship, job, or life will be offered to you at the correct timing. And projectors, you need to rewire yourself to know and trust that you do not have to settle or compromise. So all of those things are very important. Very important. I'm just looking through my notes. Any questions, pop them in the comments below. I'm here to answer. Um, now, reflectors. Reflectors, again, are small percentages you can become the most lost of all the types because all of your nine centers are open and you can be left feeling disappointed with others and woefully dejected by the resistance they, that you meet in trying to initiate or manifest, right? Again, initiating and manifesting is something we all just want to do, especially with this whole manifestation talk. Just see it, believe it, and dream it and do, it's important for us all to know that you can't just sit back and have the universe bring stuff to us. It's a really, it's just a very tricky dance. Um, I was just listening to a podcast, human design podcast today, talking about you need to keep taking the right steps. Again, if you're a generator, take the breadcrumbs and follow, do the things, make mistakes, learn from your mistakes, and just keep trying. But it's when we get stuck in our victim cycles, it's when we get stuck in our unconscious cycles that keep us in our comfort zone or keep us holding back or all of these things I'm talking about in each type, that's when it gets really, really tricky and we, we cannot just push through and manifest. So for you as a, a reflector, your potential is to reflect everything around you with perfect equanimity. But this, you mean, this is the potential to be a beautiful spiritual guru here, um, balanced, of course, in reality. So what happens is you feel disappointed with others, and then instead of being the hub of the community, which the reflector is supposed to be, you often end up feeling left out. And you have to endure constant identification with other people's emotions and stress and anxiety because your centers are amplifying other centers. So reflectors, you're not vulnerable because your centers are all open. You actually are more resilient because you're amplifying 
um, and understanding all the other people's energies. The undefined centers are not a handicap if you are operating correctly. In fact, the open centers can be the deepest windows of wisdom. Again, if you're experimenting and you're not over-identifying with them, understanding they're not all your own. If the reflector knows that you're designed clearly, then you're absolutely protected from identifying with anything at all. So because your chemistry magnifies everything and everyone, you have the potential to see everything that is really happening in a way that no one else can, which is pretty cool. The filter, um, you filter the general consciousness field. The role of the reflector is to be one with totality. They're, they're, your greatest gift is to read others. You have the opportunity for a mystical life that most of us cannot even know. And you have a special connection with the moon in a way that you represent the moon on earth with your strategy of wait 28 days. So much depth there. So much depth. If you have questions, please post them in the comments below, reflectors. I hope this has helped. So what you need to do, your fears, you know, so let's talk about the reflector's fears because that plays into your not self acting in your subconscious, staying in your comfort zone, um, is can I be myself? Who am I? You know, you're worrying about having a fixed identity and all the worries and fear from all nine open centers and the fear of being invisible. So what you need to do is become comfortable with the lack of fixedness in your design. You need to flow and change with the cycle of the moon and with the auras of those around you. It is key for a reflector to reflect their truth rather than the pain of others. And you can be very distracted with all those open centers or develop the potential for great wisdom. You get to choose either way. Okay, so yes, judgmental, looking for yourself where you are not. Yes, it's important to not resist change. It's important to not look for yourself where you are not. It's important for you to not be judgmental. It's feeling things fully. And of course, for all of us types, to not force an outcome. So the ultimate energy for each. So if you are a manifester, you may be beginning to remember the fire that burns deep within you, the fire that you have probably allowed so many people to dampen. If you are a generator or a manifesting generator, you may feel completely liberated to learn what you have always suspected about yourself, that you are not designed to be a go-getter, and as you relax, things happen more smoothly. If you are a projector, you may feel a sense of relief that you do not have to do anything in order to get the recognition that you know you deserve, that you have only to wait and your invitation will come. And as a reflector, if you are a reflector, you may have finally understood why you feel so different from everyone around you, and you may well be excited to learn more about your extraordinary design. So that is the reconditioning of your open centers and your not, really more of your not self theme. 
I thank you so much for watching and posting all your comments here um, below. If you have any further questions, this is uh, the first in my series coming up. I'll do it once a week. So next Tuesday, I'm going to be talking about each center, which will start with the head, and we'll talk about it being defined and undefined. And we'll even talk a little bit about the gates um, inside the center. So I'm excited to talk about the centers. Let me know if you are too in the comments below. Thank you so much for watching. Make sure to subscribe, hit that bell to receive all notifications of videos that I upload. And yep, thank you so much for subscribing and liking. Have a beautiful day. And remember, always keep your unique light shining. Losing time, I'm fading fast. I just want to make it last. Try to let go of the past. I close my eyes and embrace the